Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Neutral Zone. I'm going to be your host, Mason Malik, and we definitely have a lot to talk about today. Matt Nagy made some interesting comments about how Justin Fields has no chance of starting, and we're going to jump into a little bit about how minicamp went, some of the good players, some of the disappointing players, and then how can we not talk about the big news regarding Arlington Heights and the big bid. So let's just jump right on in. So back in regards to Matt Nagy, he made comments about how there is zero chance Justin Field is going to be the starter week one. And as a fan, obviously, it's not what we want to hear, right? We want Justin Fields to win this thing. We want to have a QB competition or whatever. We want him to beat out Andy Dalton and be the starter week one. And I think we need to back off a little bit. So hear me out. Justin Fields right now is not ready. He's not ready to run the offense how Matt Nagy wants it to run. Now, there's no denying that Justin Fields is the more talented quarterback and that there is a very good chance that he has a good career with the Bears. But Andy Dalton has been in this league for a decade. All the little things about running an offense successfully, like making your checks, reading a defense, not saying that that's little, your cadence, how vocal you are in the huddle, all these little things that determine how good an offense can be. He's good at it. He's seen it. He's been there. Let's just say in terms of like the real world, you go into a new job and you're training, right? You're not going to be able to do that job right away as good as the guy who's been there three or four years. You're training. You're learning the material. You might be smarter than that person. You might be working harder than that person who's been there and done that. He's gonna. He has the experience. He knows what to do every day. He knows all the little tips and tricks to get through. Justin Fields, he doesn't he doesn't he hasn't learned that yet. He's literally just learning the offense. So I understand why Matt Nagy has come out and said this. He's sick of being questioned about it every single day and he is riding behind the veteran. Now Pat McAfee went on his podcast and made some interesting comments. I love his show by the way. He does a great job. But he brought up about how having a QB competition can divide a locker room. And I never really thought about it that way before. I think Matt Nagy might be learning from his mistakes from last year. We all know he had that QB competition between Mr. Trubisky and Nick Foles. And I think that might have divided the locker room. I think guys started to pick a side. And that is not something you want going into a season, going into training camp. You want to rally behind one guy. And just when he when he went about it that way, it just it makes so much sense in considering where Justin Fields is right now with learning the offense. Now, of course, Matt Nagy is sitting on his hands waiting for Justin Fields to finally 
get it. Now, is Justin Fields capable of going in week one and lighting it up? Of course. But they obviously, they have a plan, and they want to stick by it for now. Um, There is a chance that around training camp and preseason that Justin Fields looks so good, and he's just picking up everything how they want, and then they reevaluate then. But for right now, Andy Dalton's the guy. And there's been reports that Andy has looked better than Justin Fields in practice. Per certain media people. Now, moving on. Some other players outside of the the QB talk. Some players that have looked good and showed up out there so far. Kindle Vildor. Now, I, I mentioned Kindle Vildor on this podcast a couple weeks ago as a potential guy who could break out, or one of the younger players. And he has definitely looked the part so far. Now, of course, we're only in shorts. We were in minicamp. This is not like training camp where we're in pads. But he has been showing out. He's been making interceptions. He's been looking the part. And now, this is huge if Kendall Vildor can be the player that this coaching staff thinks he can be. Because we got Jalen Johnson on the other side. If you've been listening to the podcast at all, you know my feelings about Jalen Johnson. I love that kid. I think he's going to be a stud number one outside corner in this league. So if Kendall Villar can keep this up going into training camp and win that other outside corner spot, we're in good shape here. Because I went into this offseason knowing that cornerback was a huge concern, obviously, with the release of Kyle Fuller. This is something to keep monitoring as we go on into the off-season program. Another player is Cole Komet. Now, there's been reports that he has been showing huge strides. He's been making plays like almost every other play, and he's been looking the part to break out this season. Uh, on the offensive side of the ball, we all know how important the tight end position can be, and having a tight end like we think Cole Komet could be, would be huge. Jimmy Graham, obviously, I haven't been as high on Jimmy Graham as some of the other fans. For good reason. He's old. He doesn't look how he used to look. And he also has been considering retirement throughout the offseason, as he said he considered it. So it's going to be very important for Cole Komet to be more of a part of this offense. Some players that have been disappointing. The number one guy that I'm talking about right now that's been disappointing is the guy who did not show up, and that's Eddie Goldman. Now, I'm very disappointed in this news that he didn't show up. He took all of last year off, and you would think that he'd be one of the first people in the building just knowing that he didn't play last year. He wasn't there for his teammates. You can't look down on him too much for holding out last year and not playing because we were all going through a tough time. It was a weird part of our lives. It just it just didn't it, you can't hold it against him. But this year there's really no excuse. You got to be there. And nobody really knows what the holdup is. Is he still scared of that COVID? 
is he going to get him? Is he, is he also scared to get the vaccine? So he's kind of caught in the middle. He's scared to go and participate and get COVID. And he's scared of what the potential side effects of a vaccine are. We don't know. Is he considering retirement? Has he lost the love for the game while being out the past year? We don't know, but he's a big part of this defense. We really need him to be for one here and the player that we know he's capable of being without Eddie Goldman this season, the defense just won't look the same. Now let's move away from mini camp and let's talk about the big news that dropped today. The bears have made a bid for the Arlington racetrack in Arlington Heights. This is big news. We all have heard, been hearing the rumors that the Bears have been potentially looking to move out of Soldier Field and build a state-of-the-art stadium somewhere else. And it, it seems like they're finally taking action on this. Now, I, I have mixed feelings about this because on one side of it, I love Soldier Field. I love Chicago. I think it's good to have the Bears in Chicago. The historical greatness of the franchise just everything about soldier field it, it, it would just be sad to see them move away from soldier field let alone the competitive advantage that they have playing in the wind right on the lakefront the cold in the winter december january november it's cold it's a, definitely a competitive advantage it's a kicker's nightmare as we all know and then you got to look at it from the other side Soldier Field only holds about 60, 61,000, I believe. It's one of the smallest stadiums in the NFL. We are unable to apply to host Super Bowls, Final Fours, and the stadium's just outdated. And as a lot of fans would say, it's insane parking. It's crowded. It's just a mess during the season. Like I said, moving out would be hard to swallow, but the benefits of building a 100,000-seat stadium, state-of-the-art, hotels, maybe even throw a casino in there. The parking would be endless. There's a train station that runs right through Arlington Heights. Now, it would be hard if you live downtown Chicago. It might be hard because unless they can find a way to get an express track that goes straight through, it might be a little bit hard for people to get back and forth, but that is one way to look at it. And also, how can Arlington Heights hold 100,000-plus people coming into the city? Is traffic going to be insane? Are they capable of having this influx of people for a period of time? Can they make it work? It's it's hard to say, but you got looking at it from both sides, it, it definitely would be interesting. And a lot of teams currently in the NFL do not play in the city that they are named. So that I don't think we would have any problems with renaming the team like Arlington Bears or anything like that. I still believe it would be Chicago Bears. So there's nothing really to worry about there. Lori Lightfoot, the mayor, also came out with some interesting statements today. And she's doubting the Chicago Bears, saying that they are locked into this lease for another 10 plus years. And there's no way the NFL is going to let them do this. 
And that is very ignorant to say, in my opinion. The Bears and Roger Goodell would hop on this opportunity, especially Roger Goodell in the NFL, to build this state-of-the-art stadium. It would be great for the NFL and the Bears revenue-wise. And I think it's definitely possible. I don't, I'm not a financial expert, so I don't know how that would go in terms of getting out of that lease or buying it out. But I don't think Lori Lightfoot is taking this serious. And there is a possibility that the Bears are using this as leverage, as she says, to negotiate. I'm not sure if that's the case. I think this might be some serious action on the Bears' part. So we're definitely going to have to see it play out. We'll see if they win the bid or if they're just bluffing. It's going to be very interesting. Obviously, this offseason has been very crazy with the quarterback decisions that have been made and the swings and misses at Russell Wilson and finally getting Justin Fields. And now the Arlington news. It's It's been an interesting offseason, to say the least. But we're going into a more quiet part of the offseason. We've got about five or six weeks until training camp. But as training camp starts to ramp back up, we will definitely be back to discuss more Bears. So until next time, thank you for listening. Have a great rest of your day.